Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so We're going to study the Word of God again today. In the past few weeks, I talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. I produced a teaching series called Walk and Live in the Spirit, and this is going to be in that series. Um, as a neurosurgeon, I like to do everything systematically. So we, teach, teach, we have teaching in systematic way. Talk about the Holy Spirit, about protection, about demonology, about things. So we want to educate people. The Bible says, my people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. That's why the church has the job to educate God's people. Therefore, I will not try to please anybody here. I will not try to be seeker-sensitive church to make everyone happy. My job is to educate you and help you to know the Word of God. It's so important to know and to fellowship and have relationship with the most important person on this planet Earth. That person, his name is the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 God the Father is in heaven. God the Son is at the right hand of the Father. But God the Spirit is with us, and He is working on this planet Earth. Unfortunately, many Christians don't know about the Holy Spirit, don't even walk with the Spirit. They just ignore the Holy Spirit all the days of their life, even though the Spirit is in them and with them. Therefore, we need to be educated and be sensitive and be led and surrendering to the Holy Spirit. I think this teaching is simple, but it's a reminder that we need to think about the Holy Spirit, recognize Him, honor Him, walk with Him, obey Him. He is the versatile God. He knows everything. He knows what accident is going to happen next, in the next street. So He can tell you to move out of that street. He knows who you should associate with and who you should not associate with. He is the best guide. He's the best teacher. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 24, verse 49, this is the word from the mouth of Jesus Christ. Actually, it's not only the word, but it's also a command. How many people treat Jesus as the Lord and the master of your life? Raise your hand up. If Jesus is not your master, you are not born again. If you're born again, Jesus must be your master your Lord. And he said this before he went up to heaven, after he was raised from the dead. This is what he said. I am going to send you what my father has promised. The promise is in the book of Job. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. How many people want to have a lot of money in your bank account? Raise your hand up. Oh, wow. No hesitation. How much you want? If you don't raise hand, you don't care about having money in your bank account? Why do you want money in your bank account? Because you know that you can have more security and spend money to pay your bill. How many people want to walk from Bellevue to Seattle by lakes, by your feet? How many people want to walk across I-90? How many people want to have a Tesla to drive? Oh, my son raised his hand right away. <laughs> he wants to have a Tesla. We want to drive across. 
to Seattle. God knows that we are human beings, and we cannot do things on our own. We have the enemies, the devil and demons. We have the enemies, our own flesh. We have the world system as our enemy. We're facing COVID-19, the pandemic. We're facing sickness and disease, curses and problems and bad people. Therefore, he say, "I don't want to leave you alone here. I want to give you power. It's like you have a Tesla or a sport car to drive. He doesn't want you to have the empty bank account. He wants to give you more in your bank account. Yes, I talk about money, but actually, I'm not emphasizing money. I'm talking about the presence of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit in you. I depend on the Holy Spirit even at the time of my examination for the American board to be a doctor here. When I went to Olympia many years ago, I really depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did not know about gynecology anymore because I'm a neurosurgeon for many years. I did not know about infectious disease. So when I was doing the test, God helped me. Your power helped me to answer the questions. And he helped me. I got 85 percentile because of the power of God helped me to pass the test. The power of God helped us in evangelize, in laying hand on the sick, in praying, in doing anything. We need the power of God to live a victorious life. Where is the promise of God here in the book of Job, chapter 2, 28 to 32? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour. Out my spirit on all flesh. Everyone who is a believer has the right to receive the Holy Spirit and power. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. In other words, God will give you supernatural wisdom, knowledge, and word of encouragement. And you can really know supernaturally and you can speak it. You can tell, you can prophesy, you speak out of God's inspiration. And your old men, thank God, we don't have old men in here so far. Because my definition of old has been changed every year. I used to think that 20 years old so old when I was 6 years old. (laughs) But now, (laughs) 70 years old is too young. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. We are in those days. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall turn into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord, before the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance. As the Lord has said among the remnant whom the Lord calls. This is the promise of God in the Old Testament through the prophet Joel. He said that in the last day, and we are living in that last day. We are living in the time of the church now. We are in the church time. We all can be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can come upon us and we can have power. My brothers and sisters, I mentioned to you many times, there are three words in English that the Bible mentioned 
concerning our relationship with the Holy Spirit, the first word is with. The Holy Spirit can be with non-believers to speak to them, to convict them of their sin. The Holy Spirit can be with you, but I don't want just with. I want another level in. The Holy Spirit live in you as a guarantee of your salvation. He is in you to talk to you, to guide you, to help you. He is in you. But we don't want just to stop with with and in. The last word I want to say is on. The Holy Spirit can be on you. The picture of on, that's why we use the word anointing. Anointing means put the oil on the skin of somebody. On. The anointing is on. And when you pour water into a cup, and you keep pouring and pouring, the water will come up and fill the cup and then come over the cup and on the cup. And if you keep pouring, eventually that cup, the whole cup is going to be under the container filled with water and the water on the whole cup. We want to have the Holy Spirit to that level. The Holy Spirit is all over us, on us. The more, the better. The more power so that we can have victory in our life. The Lord... Father in heaven promises the, from the book of Joel that we all have the right to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And we need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. The book of Ephesians say that. We need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit so we can have more power. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Comparing to money. How many people want to have only $5,000 in your bank account? Raise your hand up. Oh, you know. You know my... Question now. How many people want to have 10,000? No one raised hand. How about 1 million? I don't know when I'm going to stop. <laughs> so if you don't raise hand, it means you don't want anything. How about 1 million? How many people want 1 million in your bank account? Okay, I stop here. <laughs> so if you don't raise hand, it means zero. <laughs> Why, when we talk about money, you want more? Actually, money cannot save you from cancer. Money cannot save you from car accident. Money cannot heal your sickness. But the Holy Spirit can do everything. He is the agent of God. He is God that can do everything, can provide you a job, can work in the heart of your boss to give you promotion. The Holy Spirit can give you power when you lay hand on the sick and the sick get healed. The Holy Spirit can give you power to command demons to come out from your house, from your kids. The Holy Spirit is the answer. We want to have more of the Holy Spirit. Not a little one. Not little Holy Spirit. More. We should be hungry. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said that I want you to go out to preach the gospel. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. We're going to go out and preach the gospel. But we cannot do that with our own strength. Because the enemy, the devil, is not happy when we preach the gospel. He's going to fight. He's going to attack us. We are in the spiritual warfare. 
to save ourselves, save our children, and save people in the world from being killed by the devil. We need the power. We are soldiers of Christ. We cannot go into the war barehand. When we get into the war to fight with the devil to preach the gospel, we need the guns, we need the knife, we need the power. Therefore, we need to be filled and empowered by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. We need it to preach the gospel. What happened after the disciple obeyed the command of the Lord Jesus Christ? He said, don't go out of Jerusalem. Stay here. Wait in a few days. You shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. Look at Acts chapter 1, verses 4, 5, and 8 again. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them. He did not beg. He commanded not depart, not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. Verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me. Again, Matthew 28 says, Go out, preach the gospel, be my witness. Witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Jesus said, Wait until you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is a command for every believer. If you are born again Christian, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, you should come to Jesus and ask Him to fill with the Holy Spirit the first time. I remember Pastor Da, she grew up in a Catholic church. They never talked about the Holy Spirit all of her life until she married me. I was born again. I came to know God after her. After that, I was filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongue in 1983. But she did not get yet because she did not understand and she keep praying, and she asked so many people to lay hand on her to be filled with the Holy Spirit. But nothing happened because she grew up in another culture and tradition of the church. So it's hard for her to understand about being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. But she never gave up. She kept asking God. She kept going to Jesus and saying, Jesus, you promised me that I can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And one day, in around 1986, she was driving in Seattle. We just moved here in 1985. She was driving in a car, and she kept praying, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit while driving, okay, in Seattle. While she was driving, suddenly the Holy Spirit came on her, and she spoke in tongues in the car. And she was, wow, this is interesting. I did not get the Holy Spirit by somebody laying hand on me. But I just asked God myself by faith, and God filled me with the Holy Spirit. Amen. One time, a young man came to our church a long time ago. He listened to this kind of teaching. And he did not come out to be prayed for. He went back home. And in his bedroom, he prayed, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit came on him. And he spoke in tongues. You can receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. Or you can receive the Holy Spirit by yourself at home, in the car, in your kitchen. Holy Spirit can really touch you anywhere. The Holy Spirit touched me in the restroom in a hotel. I walked in the restroom, the Holy Spirit touched me. I got drunk in the Holy Spirit in the restroom in the hotel. And I know why he touched me in the restroom, because there is another pastor sleeping in the bed. A, a man pastor, male pastor, don't take me wrong. Uh, another pastor from <laughs> Malaysia. 
not a woman pastor. He was sleeping, and he knows that if I got touched by the Holy Spirit in the room, in the bedroom, I'm gonna wake him up. So God just touched me in a restroom. God touched me at the dining table. He can touch you anywhere. He can fill you up anywhere. But it depends on your hunger. You're desperate for God. I am desperate for the power of God. I need His help in my surgery, in my evaluation of my patient. I need His power in preaching the gospel. I cannot do it myself. I need the power of God in giving counseling to people, in praying for people. Amen. So what happened in the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit came on them? In Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 17, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came, the Holy Spirit usually came suddenly. There came a sound from heaven and of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They spoke the language that they never learned before. can be human language or can be angelic language. One time, I was speaking in tongue on the pulpit and a student from another land was sitting there. She is a non-believer. I never forgot that day. God make me pray in tongue. And that student came to me at the end and accepted Jesus Christ. I said, why you accepted Jesus Christ? Because you spoke my language. I said, really? How come you hear what I say in your language? I was speaking in heavenly language, but she heard me in her own language. And she was shocked. She gave her life to Jesus. And she still follows Jesus to today. You see how God performed miracles. You spoke in other tongues, and they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, while they spoke out loud, people could hear there was no microphone in that generation. The multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which you were born? Parthians, I just skip this one to verse uh, 12. Okay, I don't want to read all this word. Difficult English word for me. Verse 12. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking said, they are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day, nine o'clock in the morning, what it means. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. You remember I read Joel a while ago, chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. The apostle Peter quoted 
the prophecy of Joel in the second chapter. So God fulfilled His promise. He poured His Spirit upon people, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They got drunk in the Holy Spirit, and they spoke with other tongues. And after that, the church started. Thousands of people came to know Christ. Signs and wonders, miracles happened in many cities, and the gospel spread all over the world. After that, my brothers and sisters, we are still living in the church era. If they need the Holy Spirit, we also need the Holy Spirit. They need the power of God. We also need the power of God. Actually, we need the power of God even more now. When I read the news about Asia, that the pandemic really spread crazy right now, more and more every day. A few days ago, 9,000 people in Thailand got infected. Yesterday, 14,000. I think by today, maybe 17,000. We need the power. The good news is our members in Thailand, they did not get infection and they saved. Their business doing well, even though other people suffer financially. My brothers and sisters, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So we need to really be filled with the Holy Spirit. Open our life to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can ask God in your own bedroom or you can get prayed for in the church. I may not have time to pray for you today. But we can come in the revival service in the camp on August and we're going to pray for you. And we're going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit more and more. We are not only being filled with the Holy Spirit one time, but we should continue to be filled all the day of our life. More and more. Keep filling our bank account. More and more. <laughs> Amen? We need to be hungry for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Verse 33. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He poured out this which you now see and hear. And then verse 38 to 40. Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and your children and to all who are far off in Seattle, far away from Jerusalem, in Indonesia, in Mexico, as many as the Lord our God will call. And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit after you are born again. Non-believers have no right to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We need to be born again. And we should not just stop at salvation. Okay, I'm a born-again Christian now. My name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. We should not stop there. God has something more for you. Actually, Christian life is a life of progression from glory to glory to glory to glory. You become more and more like Christ. You become more like Christ in character. We call the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Every year, you grow in love, you grow in compassion, you grow in generosity, in patience, in self-control, in faith. You keep growing and growing in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And who gives you all this character? The Holy Spirit. Not only that, you keep growing in power, in 
the life of service, the Holy Spirit gives you more and more anointing each year. From glory to glory to glory, Jesus Christ has the Spirit without measure. My goal is that before I die, maybe at 140 years old, I increase the number now. I used to say 120. The reason I say 140 is because I noticed that Job lived until that age. And, and I, as I, I, I'm not for mistaken, I think Moses lived until 140 as well. So until that age, my anointing will be 99.99% of Jesus Christ. The shadow from my body will fall on people they are going to get healed. I want more anointing. Amen? If you think, the way you think about your money, you want to have more money to save in your bank account, you should think the same way, even more with the things of God. You want to have more love. You want to have power. You, you want to have more faith to move the mountain. Amen? That every prayer you pray, boom, something happened. Because you have so much faith to pray. When people get sick, you pray they get healed because your faith is so big, so strong. You should keep accumulating and growing in the fruit of the Holy Spirit and in the power of God, in the anointing. So you need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. What happened? I have a few more minutes. Let me read from the book of Acts to see after Jesus Christ went up to heaven, what happened to the early church disciples? You need to understand this. God say in the book of Haggai, the glory of the end time church or the, or the latter house, the glory of the latter house will be greater than the early house, which means that we should expect that the church today should be more anointed, more powerful, more glorious, have more glory, the tangible presence of God than the early church. But look at the early church, what happened in Acts chapter 8, verses 15 to 17. After the persecution happened in Jerusalem, all the believers scattered everywhere. And Philip went out to, to Samaria. And what happened? When Philip went there, he preached the gospel. Signs and wonder happened. Demons come out from people. People got healed. People raised up to walk. And many people gave their life to Jesus in Acts chapter 8. And after the revival happened. The apostle Peter and John heard about the revival in Samaria. What happened? They went to Samaria and look at what they did. As soon as they arrived, Peter and John, they start to interview people to be member of the church and to give special love offering to them. Is that right? Or they interview what country you come from, what kind of job you do. Are you married? How many kids you have? Did they do that? In summary, what did they do? The Bible shows us that it's so important for the believers to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They pray for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. What was the main purpose that John and Peter went to Samaria? So that they would receive the Holy Spirit. Wow. 
Well, after you read this scripture, you can see that in the heart, in the mind of the early church Christians and early church apostles, this command of Jesus was so important to them. This is the reason why every city I went, I just went to New York, Bend, Oregon. I went to Minnesota, to Virginia, Washington, D.C. I went to Thailand in the past and also Germany and Switzerland. Every time I travel to those cities, two things that I always did in those traveling. Number one, get everybody filled with the Holy Spirit, especially new believers. Two, I cast out demons. I did at least two things everywhere I went. Cast out demons and get people filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to follow the ministry of John and Peter and Paul. That everywhere, people need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 9, verse 17. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. Saul, the persecutor of the church, just got saved. And on the road to Damascus, he became blind after he saw the light from heaven and Jesus spoke to him. He went to a house and he prayed. He prayed. God answered his prayer. God spoke to Ananias to come to his, the house that he stayed. And he said, Brother Saul, the Apostle Paul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, he sent me so that you may see again and, and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Healed and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 31. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. At that time, so many people got saved. And the churches started in many cities. Enjoyed a time of peace after being persecuted in Acts chapter 8. It was strengthened and encouraged by the denomination, by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers, living in the fear of the Lord. You can see the word Holy Spirit everywhere in the book of Acts, again and again and again. At this point, I would like to encourage all of you. Let us see the importance of our God who lives in us and on us, the Holy Spirit. Let us become a Spirit-filled church. Let us welcome the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Let Him change us from glory to glory to have the higher measure of the fruit of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Let Him have freedom to empower us, use us, lead us, anoint us. When the dance team dance, you dance by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by your own ability. When you go out to work and you show love to your co-workers at the office. You talk to them by the power and the love of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit work with you all the time. Hook up to Him. Work with Him. And be hungry every time you come to revival service or church on Sunday. Don't run away. Come and get prayed for. Get filled with the Holy Spirit again and again. More and more. Fill your bank account with not dollars, but with the Holy Spirit. And oh, by the way, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, many good things can happen to you in your life as well. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who makes you prosper, the anointing to prosper. The Holy Spirit can heal you. 
the Holy Spirit can give you strength, wisdom, love, direction. Actually, the Holy Spirit is a source of every good thing. He is the one who makes the will of the Father in heaven happen to your life on earth here. The will of the Father is healing. The will of the Father is freedom. The will of the Father is prosperity. The will of the Father is blessing. He is the one who brings all these things to you and work in you to make all those things happen. Not only that, can work through you to bless other people. How many people want to lay hand on the sick and they all get healed? Raise your hand up. How many people want to, when you pray for your children, demons have to leave? Who can do that through you? Through you. The Holy Spirit. That's why I like the words in the book of New King James and King James Version. The Bible, instead of calling the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Bible used the word, the manifestation of the Spirit. He manifests himself through you. Manifest healing. Manifest preaching. Manifest deliverance. Manifest faith. Power. Wisdom. Love. You are the glove. And he is the hand in you. I can do this because I'm a surgeon. I see the picture when I put the hand in the glove. And when my hand moves, the glove moves as well. And then the patient's doing well after surgery. Who dictate the glove, the hand. You need to be the glove. And you let the hand work in you, through you, to bless yourself and bless other people. Amen? Amen. Do we need the Holy Spirit? How many people say, I want more of the Holy Spirit? Let us stand up and pray together. Father, thank you so much for showing us in the scriptures the promise that you gave to Joel. And Lord, in America here, in this land, we need more of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Revival the outpouring of the fire and the Spirit of God upon your churches, Lord. Lord, in this congregation and those who are watching live stream right now, Father, we pray that we will learn how to walk in the Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit all the days of our life, Lord. Oh, Lord, teach us, train us how to walk with the Spirit, how to walk under the power of the Spirit of God. Manifest your power, your wisdom, your goodness, your wisdom, your love, your faith, your deliverance, your salvation, Lord, through our life by the Holy Spirit in us, Lord, and on us. Oh, Father, remind us of this teaching all the days of our life. We thank you, Lord, for the computer. We thank you, Lord, for the internet. We thank you, Lord, for the high technology, for the good medicine, medical care. We thank you, Lord, for the nice car we have. We thank you, Lord, for all the good things in this world. But we don't depend on those things only, Lord. We want to depend on the Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're here, and you're not a believer yet, I would like to invite you to receive Jesus Christ into your heart. Give your life to God, the Almighty God. 
you were created by God. You did not come from monkey. You don't look like monkey at all. You look awesome. Have the image of God in you. Give your life to Jesus. Pray with me, Father in heaven. I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of my sin. I believe Jesus Christ, your Son, and my Master, my Savior, died on the cross, shed His blood to pay for my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Fill me, Lord, with Your Holy Spirit. I will obey You, walk with You. All the days of my life, show your love, your power to me, Lord. Help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome to this place. Welcome, you, O Holy. Holy Spirit, welcome to this place. Welcome, you only one. Lord, we ask for nothing else. Only Your presence, O Lord, to come and fill this place. Touch us, Lord, please. Once again, Spirit of the Living God, touch us once again. Let this song become our prayer. Sing one more time. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome to this place. Welcome, you.
Father, all the days of our life, my brothers and sisters in this church, and those who watch the live stream, may the Holy Spirit touch them, fill them, the young and the old, the teenagers, the kids, the old believers and new believers, those who just come to church, those who've been in the church for a long time, those are leaders. Lord, fill them, touch them until Jesus come back. Lord, we open our heart to receive. We want to be filled and soaked and marinated by the oil of the Spirit of God all the days of our life, Lord. And Lord, when Your Holy Spirit touch them, heal them, deliver them, empower them, give them more favor, give them more wisdom, more faith, more love, more grace, more good things in heaven. That there will be Your witnesses, Lord, in the world right now. That people who come into contact with them will see the grace of God, the love of God through their life, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.